This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Coming home, it's coming home. Hey, I bet you weren't expecting that, were you? I, you know, I've always said, you know, Gareth Southgate, master technician, you know, <laughs> Raheem Sterling, oh, what a, what a player, and Harry Kane. Honestly, you know, he starts now. I've been saying that all tournament. Yeah, right. It's the Euros 2020 with Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. 
TV, TV, TV. Oh, sorry, I was uh, joining in then. Yes, England 2, Germany nil. <laughs> 50 odd years we've waited for that. Um, we're on that one there. YouTube, Leicester Teledi TV. Press those buttons. Le Twitter at Leicester TID. Facebook, Leicester Till I Die, the group. Get onto YouTube. Leicester Teledi TV. Like I say, just find a button and press it. That's all you need to do. Well, I've got a couple of people here with me. One is not going to be very happy at all. One should be extremely happy. I tell you what we'll do. We'll bring the extremely happy one in first. He says, <laughs> oh, this is going to go well. Brad, yes, come on. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. 2-0. I pulled it. Anyone that watched on the previous video we did this morning, well, this afternoon, will know when you asked the score predictions, Chris, who went 2-0 England and got stared at for saying that England could keep clean sheet against the Germans. The Germans are gone. <laughs> was it Was it Stephen? <laughs> it was Stephen. Wide-eyed he was at my predictions that we wouldn't see it against Germans, and it was 2-0. I tell you what, let's get him in. He's waiting patiently, and bless him for coming on. Um, he's half Scott, half German, allegedly, and it was perfect for this show. Reese, let me ring you in. Good evening, young man. All right, how's it going? <laughs> well, it's Pretty going well, very, very well for us. How's it going for you? No comment. <laughs> Reeves, I've got to ask, what's it like to have two disappointing tournaments? Once you don't win it, you can answer the same question. Fair dues. I mean, it was, again, I don't think it was a classic performance, was it, Brad? No, it certainly wasn't, but I don't care. I honestly mm. don't care. I said that before. I don't care that it was nitty-gritty. I don't care that I nearly fell asleep. We took our chances. Germany took theirs. That's what matters. Mm -hmm. in, in, a, in, a, in a long scheme of things. Reese, them, them first 10 minutes, I was actually sat there with my buttocks clenched. I thought, my God, this is going to be a long 90. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that opening game was aggression, intensity. This is what I said of the Germans, is they're, they're aggressive and they're intense, but if any of you guys watch the podcast I did on a Monday night, I said the exact same word that have been happening tonight. I said the back three for Germany is wrong. Mm. I fucking called it last night. I said, even though I want, I said Germany were going to win, obviously, because I'm a German fan. I said the back three is the problem. He should have went back four. Did he look? But no, of course he didn't. Oh. But the opening right, 10 right. minutes, there was more aggression than 10, but it's just enough, really. Just horrible. I, I, England then came into it after 10 minutes, Brad, but, you know, Kane, and we'll come on to Kane later, wonderful player, won't have anything said against him, but <laughs> that first time it was like, was he even on the pitch? Well, mm. yeah, but, you know, we, we spoke in, in depth about Kane um, on our match preview about him, and he has delivered what Southgate was probably hoping and praying he would. Everybody knew Kane had supporters around the world that were on his back. There were pundits questioning him. There was pundits that were furious not to hear Dominic Calvert-Lewin in the squad, mm. let alone replacing Kane for today's game. And lo and behold, 
finally, the, the man has come to the occasion because Kane has finally scored against an opposition of note, in my opinion, in a major tournament. He has mm. finally delivered where he needs to. And all hail King Sterling. He's finally putting everybody that doubts what he can do to, to bed. But, Today, because he was by far and away our best player. He actually was the only form of anything going forward in, in, in a hurry at times. He was. But, Reese, you've got to say with Sterling, and I had to act, I was watching him with my son and his girlfriend, and I turned and said, like, is Sterling married or does he have a partner and kids? Because he finds it very, very hard to commit to any decision because he gets the ball, he makes four or five, you know, nice touches, goes past a few players and then can't decide, does he pass, does he shoot? What the, and nine times out of ten, he loses it. Yeah, it's a very fair point. Um, the man goes missing more times than a fucking Ghostbuster, but... <laughs> He, he was there when it mattered most. That's all yes. I can say, really. I mean, yeah. the fact I have to praise this lot really makes me sick. But <laughs> I've got... Fair play to you, Fair play to you. I've got to give it The one you. thing is, though, unlike, mm -hmm. unlike other people, and I'm going to say this publicly, because at least I can say it, at least I've got the balls to show up. Yes. If somebody, else had, if somebody else's team had lost, they'd have been, they'd have been in their house greeting over a, like a picture of Tom Jones, probably. Like at least I've got the balls to show up, but oh, oh, nah. To oh. me, there was there was so there was so many things wrong with that game, but mm. if you don't take your chances, you don't win. No, I mean, thank you very much for coming on. Like I say, I do appreciate it, and you have got the balls to come on, and I'm not going to sort of make fun or anything like that. But were you surprised? No, no, pick it, pick and jibe. Honestly, I think honestly, you guys are well within your right to. <laughs> Honestly, but, but were you surprised? I mean, we went three at the back, you know. And I'm looking and think we we mentioned this before. I know Brad, but but uh, Reese, were you surprised that the the lineup he went for? Because at times it was literally five at the back, and we just weren't getting out. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised England went five at the back with so many defensive changes. You didn't need to, but I don't know if it was just caution or just thinking they're going to grind out a result or they're playing for the longevity because of the, the stamina of the team. I don't know. Mm. But even I was confused by they played five at the back, but yeah, paid off. I mean, Brad, like, like we said there, you know, I mean, we, 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 We've seen to well, I think we have probably squad depth wise, the, one of the best in the tournament, but he's not using it. And some of the players out there did look a little bit knackered. Yeah, but that's also something that I learned to appreciate that, you know, every nation seems to be struggling. It's quite iconic. I don't know if it's just because it's the only league I, I predominantly watch, but I noticed the count was a lot of players that went down were probably players from major leagues and predominantly the mm -hmm. Premier League. And you know, like I said, the effects of the knock-on of this cramped together season in conjunction with it, no matter how you manage your players, no matter how much you try and rotate with the subs, and that's why it's great that England have the likes of Grealish and, and are able to put Foden and that on the bench and not play them. So to, to, to bring them on is, is, is an asset to what England have in depth of quality. It's just, you can't always do it. You can't always prepare for everything. Every player on that and that in these big teams, 
I've had a cramped mm. schedule and just hoping and praying they get through it because they could get an injury at any point. I, I've never seen so many players cramped up by the 90th minute. Yes. Yeah. In a long time. It just proves how mm. effective, how maybe next time, God forbid, something like this happens in the world, we're a little bit more careful of how we organise football a bit because this has taken a toll. I don't care what they earn, the human beings, mm. we have to remember that. And this was probably, whilst I'm thrilled at the tournament and I'm thrilled that England are, are going further than I expected when we knew we had Germany, we knew it was going to be tough. Um, we've got to remember that these human beings need to be cared for. So the players are doing what they can out there and mm. managers are making subs. I think it's a good thing that they've got five subs because if this tournament yeah. was three subs, there'd be injuries. Teams will be depleted going back to yeah. the start of the season. Reese, can I just say that that wasn't me, that was Ankit Reese. <laughs> and, I saw, uh, I saw, yeah. That's why I've yeah. turned on my laptop so I can fire back. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll take, I'll take everything I get to be honest. Because we were Ankit, second do pop over and do pop over and see Ankit's uh, channel RC Bayan B I A N uh, Chelsea Fan TV. Um, lovely guy, especially when he takes the way out of losing teams. <laughs> but Reese. I mean, did, I don't know. I heard booing during the end of the first half. Yeah, I, I, th thanks for reminding me that. Thanks, for, yeah. thanks for reminding me that. How fucking, yeah. how fucking dare the English fans? Like, I'm, I'm mm. sorry. Like, you all talk about it's coming home, and you're entitled to that. Go Emma Van Aragans, go Van Eagle. But how dare you boo a national anthem? I mean, come on, like, show some fucking respect. I'm fair enough, you beat them in night. Fair enough, you beat them in ninety minutes, but yeah, there's, there's a I level of respect. I didn't hear there. them. I didn't hear them boo the English national. Was it the German national anthem? Uh, it was the German national anthem yeah. that got booed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't. No, I didn't. I was. I was ordering a takeaway at the time because I, <laughs> I couldn't get through. So I Fair missed, play, yeah. I, That's true. I gave up the national anthems, but it is something that England fans seem to do: is to boo the opposing national. Anthem. But they were actually booing yeah, the English team later that? in the what? later in the half. Yeah, I, I can see why they would have, to be honest. But it's games like these where you need to win and win when it matters. And benefit, that's what you have done. Yeah, that's that's what you have done. Yeah, it, it is embarrassing though, as uh, as Ankit says here, uh, um, Brad. You know, building the national anthem. I, I just, I just, I. It's always gone on as long as I, I've known. You know, followed the England football yeah. team, but. It is, it is embarrassing, isn't it's, it? It's, disgu it's disgusting it's, as well. Like you shouldn't be booing national anthems, and that goes for any. That goes for any team. Hmm. Look, I, I, I'm not out here to defend it straight off the bat. I'm, I'm just making maybe devil's advocate slash the point where the Neanderthalist comes in on this one, and that is people take literal history into this, don't they? And that's the thing they don't they don't look at it as a football basis. You know, they 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 just they they think it's just we Germany did a war, so they did a bad thing, so we must boo them. But at the end of the day, that's what that's what that, that mentor comes from. That's what the mentality of these people have that boo and just selectively the German national anthem or anyone that boos anyone. Did the England predominances? Unfortunately, people will think there's the infamous song two world two world world, world wars and one world cup. It, that's yeah. where that building yeah. to come from. But, you know, 
I, th I think I'm we not, do I'm tend not, to I'm sort of. I'm just explaining maybe yeah. where it's coming from and where. But I think I think we do boo, tend to boo any uh, opposing team's national anthem. But did you hear the the players getting booed later in the half, Brad? Yeah. Yes, I did, and I don't understand that. I mm. really don't. This is a do or die, one shot, no redos, no no group games to save the moment, and we're at home. Yes, it was negative. But like I said, the football has kept England and now the only team left in the competition that have yet to concede a goal. I'm delighted. I was happy to come in one nil, uh, nil nil at half time because surprisingly Germany had the best chance. Yeah. It might have been straight at him, but Pitford needed to make the save. So I was happy to come in nil nil. I was happy for us to be a little bit maybe too negative, I will say that. But if we're coming up nil nil, let's not forget. My opinions on the German side alone, I know they're a quality side. I know I said they were underperforming and that, but they're a dangerous side. Mm. If they come in one nil up at half time, that's a different outcome, I'm telling you that now. I would have been more comfortable with one nil, but I'm happy for the first yep. minute to come away with it, technically in a better situation. Yeah, it was though, Reese, wasn't it? Uh, a, a good effort from Germany, but a a, a good a good one handed save from Pickford. Yeah, it was a fantastic save from that Havers volley, like head on. The ferocity in that shot as well. Like that's yeah. that's what top keepers doing. If you get right where it matters most, then that's that's football for you. Like um, that mm. chance was perfect. The worst one for me though was the Muller one. That, oh, was, yeah. that was yeah. just that's the moment. I, that, that's the moment my honestly, me. I was sitting there. I was honestly. I sunk to the floor. It was mm. that bad a reaction because I was like, yeah. this is the one guy who does step up when it matters and I'm like, he's going to finally score at the Euros. Yeah. And, Never mind. And can I just say something else? Sorry, sorry, but personally, that'll get my words out. My, my brain's not going right. If I can just get this quickly, easy for me to say apparently, um, one thing that I didn't like, and again, I'm going to have a go at the BBC here if that's okay with you, Chris, you don't mind me making this. I'll get I, the lawyers I, I, ready. I, I, yeah, I will as well. I've got to give credit to the commentators on this because they were as disgusted as I were. There was a poor little German girl supporter in the crowd. And do you know how I know that? Because they panned the cameras to her in tears. That's not on. That's not on from the cameras. Whoever got told to put that camera on a crowd, I don't care. Sod the rivalry. Sod England, Germany. You don't do that. You don't do it, Right. It's not right. It's not a moment to capture. And there was fans cheering and the commentators were like, oh, get off. That's why is it on camera? Get the cameras off. That's not right. And I've got to applaud Guy, Guy and Genus for that because they both were not happy with that. I've got to say, yet again, BBC have let themselves down with how they handled the situation. We've got to enjoy mm. our sport moment. Fine, we've won up the Germans. It's been a while coming for us, right? You don't do that. That's a little girl. It's just seen her. That's that, that goal's broke her her heart, Leicester. Mm. All all England Germany aside, honestly, like, you don't do that. Like, you, the cameramen should know better. Yeah, they don't learn. They don't learn. BBC needs to a good look at good. That. Good points, mate. Yeah, good point there, Brad. I think we all, I mean, we all saw that and went, well, oh, you know. But uh, but Reese, the game itself. Um, did Germany let themselves down or did England outplay them? How do you look at it? Uh, 
Um, to be honest, I just think that they just grew into the game and they just got settled. I think once you settle in against a very top opponent and you just know that they just, if they don't break you down, they don't take a chance, they don't score, and you're comfortable and you've settled, yeah, you're pretty much going to win. And to be fair, that showed it. Like they were just they were just settled, and from that you just need to you just need to move forward with it. That's all. It, all that's all that matters really is yeah. you've just got to keep settling. You've got to keep focused, but. The Germans as well, they had chances. The one problem for me as well tonight, and they kept doing it over and over and over, which really pissed me off, is they kept passing it back to Neuer. Go mm. fucking forward. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the funny thing, I tell you what, because we, we get that a lot with, with Leicester, don't we, Brad? But it happens yeah. as well yeah. with... Um, on on uh, with, with England. Is that the only, in the first half if you like first 30 minutes the only player that was actually going forward was Harry Maguire yeah it was mm. I mean there was it, it happened as well in the second half how we started Harry Maguire went ahead on the halfway line and who was in front of him I think it was Sterling and someone else it was like what is that all we've got going forward the Germans already had six back it was it was a game that needed bringing to life mm. and in the end like, like we said, in the, in the moments when the pressure was on, England found a way to do it, and the Germans didn't. You know, England found that, yep. you know, brought on Jack Grealish. It lifted the stadium even more, and you felt the rise, and England took advantage of it. Yeah. They, they, the first time they cracked that German defence, and it's and, and Grealish showed Kane that you can pass to Sterling, you will score. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes. You know? <laughs> Reese, I'm I'm conscious that this is really really difficult for you, so I'm going to thank you and let you go. But before you go, Reece, and I think, I've handled I've handled worse, so I've handled yeah. a lot worse. <laughs> and, I, and if I was really nasty, I'd say I, I understand that. Obviously, being a Scots fan, but I, I wouldn't say anything horrible <laughs> like that to you. I do. Oh come on, I've got to have one. No, no, it's fine. I, I, really, to, I totally, I totally get it. So frankly, it's no, it's football. I do really you appreciate you on. coming on and talking and having this, but. From from your point of view as, as a, a Scots fan and a German fan, England, it's opened up for them now, hasn't it? We've, we've got, let's be honest with you, the easier draw or the easier half of the draw. How far? Is there an excuse now if we don't go on and win it? Or can we oh, go yeah, on and win it? Oh, there is an, ex there is an excuse, yeah. If you, if you do not even get past the quarterfinals, hopefully. But <laughs> I'll allow you that one, mate. I'll allow there you that is, one. <laughs> there is, it's football. It's tournament football. Like, frankly, the one team you, I don't honestly don't think you want to play against is Sweden. I think mm. you yourselves in Sweden are the exact same team. I generally think they defensively could give you guys a hard game, and there'll be a lot riding on them from the World Cup three years ago. So I wouldn't put it past. Mm. If Sweden were to get past Ukraine, that it's in fact Sweden that knocks England out because it's not even at Wembley as well. You are playing in Rome. Yeah, you got to remember that. You're not. You're not. You're not like, that's one thing England fans need to remember. You're not playing in Wembley now. Yeah. You're now playing in Rome, yeah. and it's a totally yeah. different feeling. So, frankly, another thing as well is like they've got to keep the moment. Like they've got to stay in the game. They've got to keep the same moment. They've not to think far ahead. If you do, that's when you are going out. Yeah. And who is your money on 
as now a neutral, sorry you have to say that, but who is your money on <laughs> to actually <laughs> win the whole thing? Um, I think Italy are going to I think Italy are going to win the Euros. Mm. They were they were my my dark horse, but um, yeah, I am glad they're on the other side. Look, mate, Reese, appreciate you coming on, mate. Really, really do. Thanks very much for that. Um, no problem. Have you started your um, – because you're doing some presenting. Give your channel a shout-out. It's the Weekly Armchair Podcast. Um, I should be starting this week, but based on this, I'll be going in with a little bit of anger. So if you're a <laughs> fan of any London clubs, um, beware. Don't present oh, angry. Don't present angry. No, nah, I'll, I'll go in the same do. way I always am. I'll go in the same way I always am. I'll take it on the chin. I'll move on. That's what you do with football. But as long as England don't win the Euros, I'll be happy. <laughs> Reese, there uh, the Piers the Piers Morgan of uh, of football <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Reese, go and have a drink, drown your sorrows, mate. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll speak again. But thanks for coming on and taking it on the chin, mate. My pleasure. Uh, it's my care. absolute pleasure. Brilliant, mate. Thank you. All the best. Take care. Bye, mate. No way. Oh, right now we can take the piss out of Germany. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I tell you what, I still, I mean, I can't believe it. it's 55 years, I think, since we beat Germany in a knockout competition. I mean, you know, we started this in the knockout stages of a competition. Sorry. We, we've, it's another, it's another albatross off our, off our back, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. And I understand where Reese is coming from, from all the shocks that we've seen. Once mm. the, we've kind of got to take this into it. This has got to be that fuel for the fire moment, hasn't it? This is going to be the moment. This game is going to be the, the game that when we next play or wherever we play next and so on and so forth, hopefully into the final of the tournament, at least from here. But each game, we've got to take it one game at a time and remember what they can do. And if things aren't going to plan, they'll go, come on, we beat the Germans, we can do this. You know what I mean? They'll use it as their own fuel for fire because whatever your situation is with England, Germany, and your levels of hatred, I'll just say that for easier things, with the Germans, you've got to be able to use this now because these guys, these teams we're going to play in I've got as far as us, so they're good enough to beat us. So we've got to just yes. remember that each time it comes. But I mean, looking at today's game, like I said before, that first 10 minutes, and I guess I can see what Germany were doing. They thought if we come out, you know, if we can get an early goal, get an early lead, it puts the pressure on England. They've got to come at us and we can just sit back and, and, and pick them off. And I think we did well to... Um, soak that pressure up we then probably had the last 20 minutes of that first half 25 minutes uh and i thought oh you know are we are we going to regret as we've often said this about leicester are we going to regret not making the most of when we're on top as i often used to say to my missus and you know we went nil nil and, and i think my son said it was the first nil nil at half time of the knockout stages Possibly. Um, I think it's the first time since the Scottish arrived that we heard someone cheering nil-nil at half-time, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't get the section of the crowd that booed it, um, because 
if it was the English lot, I'm assuming, that, that, that booed it. Um, mm. I, don't, I don't get it because at the end of the day, this this, this was going to be a difficult game. I'm like you, I, I, in the way that I was happy to come in, yes, I'd have liked us to have been in front, but if we'd have come in 1 0 down, I'd have, I'd have felt feared the worst. So to come in 0 0 was like a, a very good base to go into that second half. I think England might have seen more movement on a football table, an actual spinning football table, than you did from the England players at some points in the games. But the Germans weren't all about it as well. It's not like the Germans were having 13 shots in the first half and we were backs against the walls. What, no. what we did right was defend well. And then when we got their moments in front of goal, we got them right. So... Mm. I, I, you know, and I think that's the performance that people need to hold fire and uh, maybe do a Rio Fernand slap down the contract, make Southgate sign it now, get all excited and give him a five-year deal. But talk us Sterling's goal. I mean, well, first of all, Grealish came on, and you yeah. could almost feel there was that lift in the crowd, and and you know, we we. The thing, like you said, this was a one-off game. It is a knockout game. You've got to go for it. And like we said at the start, you know, one of the few players that was going for it was um, uh, uh, Maguire. Then you bring on, yeah. you bring on Grealish. The crowd go, yeah. And let's whatever you say about Grealish as an England player, I love the guy to bits. And you know, he will he will attack the the, the opposition. Again, I was surprised that he replaced Saka. I was, and mm. I agree. I don't. I think Saka was up there for the man of the match at that point until until the goal came in, because he mm. again was running things. In and we're trying to predominantly do things by him. He didn't always know what to do with it at times, like Sterling doesn't. But he was definitely the spark going forward. But like, I, I, I want to just have a little twist on Southgate. Yeah, people say that he got things wrong tactically. They always question tactically. If you really think about it, I think it was genius him not starting freely in a way. The reason being, the reason being is because if you think about it, if he'd have started that game, and I know it's in hindsight, but obviously Southgate's plan was to absorb Germany, not let them get a lead, and if we get a chance to nick a goal, get ourselves in front in this tournament, in this game, is a bonus. But make sure by halfway, we're no worse off than when we started, sort of thing. Yeah, and I think if Jack Gurelis doesn't get much of the ball, you saw the reaction of the crowd every time that camera pans to him. The only time the camera did the right thing in panning to him, right? The, the crowd erupted. I think Southgate yeah. planned to bring Jack Grealish in at nil nil when England needed that lift just to push them, just to give them that boost of energy for an extra 10 15 minutes. And look what it did. I think Southgate gets a little bit of credit because he might have gone out on a hope that that's how it played out it had to play out like that in a sense for it to work but it didn't half work for him didn't it the whole thing would you have taken Saka off though I think you could have argued to take anyone of them midfield players off at that point apart from hmm. Sterling um but I thought he was one of our best players Saka a bit like the other day when what? he brought you know uh, Grealish on for Foden yeah, yeah, you can't criticize the guy. We won 2 0. You know, you can't yeah. <laughs> you can't say he, he didn't get it wrong. Like I said, tactical genius that guy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no one ever doubted him. Every, every England fan wants him, has always wanted Southgate, always rated him. Um, yeah. we definitely have a show asking if we 
would sack him or not. Um, but, you know, he's one of them. Sometimes we, we've looked at, when Rogers has done it, he's taken up a player and, and we've tweeted and we've gone, why the bloody hell is he taking him, him off for him because he's been our best player. And lo and behold, words have been eaten, humble pie's been cooked and set split between me and you because that player's gone on another blinder and impacted the game with an assist or with a goal. And that's exactly what we got with Jack Grealish coming on for Sakari. Eat, like I said, it's like a, what's the A-team saying? I love it when a plan comes together. Everything seems yeah. to go right for England and wrong for Germany. And Sterling took it well when he yeah, got the he goal. Did. He did. He kept himself composed. He got in front of his man. He did everything you'd want from, from a, a forward player. And quick to him. He's had a lot of doubts and struggles over his time. For England and Man City, fans get on his back, and he's putting them in, 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 a, in a corner, shall we say, to kind of get their humble pie. Yeah. I mean, he, like I say, I, I've not been his biggest fan, but I can't, um, I can't. I mean, he's got we've scored three, we well, scored four goals. He's got three of them. You know the first, yeah. the first England player to score all all three goals or the first three goals in a tournament. I think Gary said for thirty eight years. The last one being Gary Lineker. Yeah, and they pointed these stats out. You can show that whilst we had a right to be frustrated with him for the start of his England career because he got four in forty five appearances. I think he got three goals. They said. And then they said yeah. in his last 20, he's now got 15 goals for England. So, you know, like, you remember the questions we asked, asked the Leicester fans of Harvey Barnes and he used to ask goals to his game for it. There's always been that yeah. about Sterling with England. Well, now he's doing it. So now he's showing he's still maturing and learning as a footballer. He's yeah. not, you know, he's not like he's forgot to try and stop developing because just because he's at Man City, he thinks he's got it easier. He's showing yeah. that he's learning. Just want to give a quick shout-out, Warren Knight. Thanks for tuning in, Warren, all the way from uh, from down under. And, um, oh, wow. and I, I, don't, I don't mean uh, me and my wife's boudoir. Um, <laughs> from Australia, Adelaide in Australia there. He's a huge Fox fan. He does follow the channel, not always live because of the timings, but he's he's been up all night watching his phone, getting very excited for the three lines. I mean, if he can't get excited after a 2-0 win... Then against the old enemy, then you know. But so yeah, what, Warren. If he lives in Adelaide, I'll make him. I'll make Warren Knight. You're from Adelaide, right? Because you're a Leicester fan, I, I'm gonna have to make you our number one supporter. If you can sort me out accommodation, if I can get tickets to the Ashes, because I'd love to be somewhere in Adelaide for the Ashes. It's a dream of mine. I'm obviously <laughs> only going to be Hey, excuse, excuse me. I don't want to pull rank here, uh, rank here, Brad. Oh, but you know. I see. Yeah, I think uh, you know. If anybody's going to get to Australia, mate, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Warren Knight can put me up, and we can do like I can do live Leicester till I die cricket things for the uh, yeah, for the office. Yeah, that would be one, wouldn't it, mate? Yeah. <laughs> I put the link there. If anybody wants to come on just for a quick two minutes, just to give the thought, you're welcome. The link's in the chat. Um, Kane. I mean, he 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 bent down, took it well. You know, uh, I, 
bit more Sorry? in his feet. That was a bit. No, boring. but I think if he'd gone with his feet, he might have missed it. That's what I mean. It's a bit worrying that we think the striker got his head to the ball, finished it well. Probably thought I'm more reliable with my head than my feet in this situation. But it did look funny, didn't it? The way he had to edit. I just thought he could have followed that in, surely, but it doesn't matter. Like I no. said, mate, come with the moment. He finally come with the man. He, he finally scored past a notable opposition in a major tournament. He's finally Can... put some credit to his name. It's going to happen eventually, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and what a moment! I was saying is, um, I can't bl believe the amount of stick Sterling gets on social media when he's he basically until today scored the only person that scored the goals. And yeah. again, it's just oh. how, how you can doing? I, can I just say, welcome along to Rich, um, his channel, Rich Sports, uh, on YouTube. Give it a like, give it a follow. It's a great channel, and it's, uh, there's a lot of general football content. So he's a Man United and Wales fan. Um, <laughs> poor man. All my dreams have come true. I've had a Scots fan in. I've now got a Wales fan in. What more, <laughs> I, what more could I wish for? God is... God is smiling on me today, you know. Um, I know, in fairness, I've got to be honest with you, uh, Rich, you, you've been very fair in your support of England um, uh, throughout. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I said before the tournament, and I know it's um, hard for some people to understand, but I support England and Wales because of family reasons. Yes. But I've always supported England. And I've, when I was talking on my channel last night, I was talking to someone from Croatia saying how many tournaments I've watched England lose to Germany. In the yes. 90s in particular and obviously 2010 so i'm just happy to see them beat germany and actually not be a sort of tight tense finish like we've seen in the past we didn't go to penalties which i was very happy about um yeah nice to see Grealish come on and be a game changer and yeah what can you yeah. what can you say germany they had that one chance where we almost gave them like a free free shot didn't we and then yeah. he was kind enough to to mess it up and knock it wide which is quite nice <laughs> very decent of him <laughs> yes. nice to see them not being clinical for a change wasn't it so yeah very happy yes it, it i mean i'm still sort of pinching myself because it is one of those things and we have beaten them 5-1 in the qualifiers and we've beaten them you know we beat them in the in the friendly when vardy started the comeback you know we've done all that but to do it like i said earlier 55 years since we've last done it and to beat them in the yeah. knockout round of, of, a, of a of a major championship it's it's been a long time coming another one i can tick off of a lot of i was there with my son moments yeah because i was gonna say i remember the 5-1 and it just seems so long ago i was trying to, i couldn't remember what it was in because every time we come to a major tournament and you think it was the world it was the world cup qualifier i think wasn't it and it was fen's no, first game wasn't it when we beat? It was no, it was World Cup. You're right because we beat yeah. Greece. Yeah, right, yeah. I mean, Greece, the fact that Germany it meant that Germany, I think, then had to qualify, had to play, do a playoff, and of course, Germany being Germany, they went to uh, went on and won the bloody thing. But, yeah, they um, bloody <laughs> that's Germany. But I mean, at two 0 you could sit back and relax. And my son was so relaxed, he was counting uh, at how many sniffs of his finger the German manager had. So that was um, <laughs> the thing, wasn't it? There was Germany and France that in the group stages looks good in parts and you think in the knockout stage they're going to kick on and find another gear and they didn't and we saw that with france as well i think they they haven't really ever found maybe for about 10 minutes against switzerland they looked i thought them switzerland have kind of thrown it away yeah 
um, yeah. yeah, no, it's open now, isn't it? I think that all the dark horses are the favourites. You've got Belgium, England, and Italy, probably. Yes, I mean, you know, Brad, I mean, you know, like, like um, Rich said there, you know, Germany never starts strong. We always, you know, they always come stronger. England, in fairness, don't always start uh, these competitions very well. Remember, we couldn't beat... Um, we couldn't beat Switzerland in the Euro '96, but you know it. And am I getting too excited here? And we and I said earlier we are on the easiest. And typically, yeah, Rich is smiling. Typical England fan. We beat Germany. We're going to win it. When everyone <laughs> says the easy side of the draw, and you look at it and think, well, I'm sure that the Dutch thought they got an easy draw when they got to knockout stage. Yes. I think yeah. maybe France thought they got a, a decent draw, and yeah. I, I, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I, I, I will take that on the chin, and, you, and you're quite right. But, you know, even as, as an England fan, I would prefer to be looking at thinking, well, we're facing Sweden or Ukraine and then possibly Denmark or the Czech Republic rather than, you know, Italy or, or you know, on, on that side of the draw. Yeah. So yeah. when I say easy, I mean, you know, it was on paper, but it is an open competition. But, you know, you know Brad, if we do go on and win it, you're going to get all those... Scots fans and what have you said? Yeah, but you were on the easier side of the draw. That's what they said in the World well, Cup, wasn't it? Knockout Germany. That's one of the best teams in the world. So you, you have to put, if you've knocked them out in the, this stage of the, the competition, it's the same as beating them in the final, isn't it? You've got to beat them at some point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But but Brad, to come to you now, it, it's um, <laughs> can you are you still pinching yourself? I mean. That said, I think, you know, on that last game of the um, group stage, we were at one point playing Hungary, France, Portugal and Germany all at different times. I was quite happy because Germany did look, apart from the win over Portugal, you know, Germany didn't look like Germany. No, they did. They looked like the Germans at the 2018 World Cup and they played exactly like that. You know my disdain for how, how everybody hypes up Germans as tournament. Yes, they've got quality players. Yep, they're a league above on their day with the talent they've got. But they've not been performing like that. They came fourth. And I'll state it again. They came fourth in 2018. They were a hair's breath away from coming fourth in this year's competition. England did what they needed to do and rightfully dumped them out of the competition because they played poor. They have been poor and were poor. And Rich is right. We don't need to get too carried away because these teams have beat other difficult mm. sides to get through. But we would favour the side of the draw. I'm very happy to rather be playing these teams and and and, and um, then have to go through the likes of Spain, you know, and, and Croatia, you know, and all that. Spain and, and Italy and Belgium, potentially. It's obviously more favourable. Not a guaranteed serve, but it's more of a favourable no. side of it. But I said to you, didn't I, Chris? I think it was before the show, or right at the very start. I said, this is one of the moments where England fans will sense it might just actually happen. I said it was like yeah. when Leicester beat Man City, when we went on to win the title. For me, that was the moment that I actually first, the word slipped out of my mouth, we're going to do it. This is it. You know, that was the first time that the word genuinely slipped out of my mouth about the Leicester winning the title. And I've had the same moment with us being Germany, no matter how poor they are, this is one of them pinnacle England beat Germany on way to Euro 2020. That's what I see. That's what I read. 
And 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 the, and and Rich, they say us English fans get carried away. <laughs> I don't know, don't know where anybody say, ever gets. It's so open. I was going to say, Sweden. I know we beat them in the World Cup, but they're historically a very yeah. difficult team to beat for England. I think it, yeah. it's a long time. And I've watched a few games against oh. Sweden where we haven't done well. Um, I, I maybe, I don't know if I'd rather Ukraine or not. I think this game's almost fifty-fifty as well. So. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if Ukraine won. They did look quite good in the group stages. Um, but I don't I mean, know. I mean, a good chance there. A good chance of England to go significant distance, maybe make the final even. Mm. I mean, we shouldn't underestimate. Sorry, Brad. Sorry, I was just going to say, it's one of them, though, isn't it? Now, even have looked at it, they're not going to get a better opportunity. You know, mm. like what they say sometimes with a cup run, you know, with, you know, Leicester was the same. After the beat, Man United not going to get yeah, an opportunity, don't you? You have to take it. I would say actually, yeah, I thought um, Southgate gets a lot of criticism. I think last night I said maybe it would be good to keep it tight and have players like Grealish that could come off the bench because I think that they could definitely do something in the last maybe twenty-five minutes. And he gets a lot of stick for his setup. And I think England defensively they haven't conceded the goal now since March, which is incredible. And we talk about Italy, look how good they are defensively. And when you have that record which is incredible in international football but you do have sterling Grealish, you know a lot of people that can create things with a you know, little opportunity even like kane's got off the mark now i think there's a lot to be positive about because yeah. other teams will be not wanting to play england because they're a difficult team to play against as well i mean you know i look i'll look at the let's look at the other side of the draw quickly because you've got italy belgium so one of those are going to obviously knock yeah, each exactly. other out That's two teams you wouldn't want to play i would, I would say yeah, Spain, Switzerland. I mean, I don't think after the way they, they played against France, you, like you said, you can't, you know, not think Switzerland have got a chance. Um, but there's some big teams could go out on that side. I mean, if you had to pick one, and we've touched on it there, Sweden or Ukraine, Sweden were top of the group, of course. Brad, I'll come to you first. Who would you sooner play, Sweden or Ukraine? Rather playing Sweden because. Ukraine are, are suddenly starting to get whispers of they're the dark horses because they're out, they've done surprisingly well with mm. I think it's a name that's up there. There's Shevchenko being there has given them a bit of impetus. Rather play Sweden because we've met before and we'll know what they're capable of to a degree and we know what to expect a bit more than we do playing the Ukraine. And Rich would you go with the U you'd sooner play? Sorry, Brad, I, I was trying to multitask there. Who did you choose no, in the no. end? Oh, I Sweden. Sorry, Sweden. Would Would you agree with Sweden? Um, Rich, I think it's pretty even. I think I'd probably go for Ukraine, maybe because I know England beat Sweden recently. So I think it'd be good to play someone different. Maybe it'd be a bit more um, wary of yeah. Ukraine. I think maybe. I mean, they both look decent at times. I think with Sweden, they, they can defend so well that I'd rather England played against someone that maybe isn't quite as organised at the back. So I think that could be frustrating. But and then, for me. And then getting through, hopefully, um, from that game, uh, we're in the semis, Denmark or Czech Republic? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to have to do this. I was going to say, we really played Czech Republic, haven't we? Um, yes. I don't know, actually. Out of those I mean, teams. the rest of Europe will all whoever Denmark are playing, they're 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 just running on adrenaline at the moment, aren't they? 
Yeah, they're playing well. I think um, Czech Republic maybe underestimated them slightly. I mean, they did look pretty good last game. And I don't know, actually, maybe Czech Republic, because yeah, I don't think I'd maybe rather than knock Denmark out. And Brad, who, who would you fancy playing? I think England are probably the only nation that might just get away with knocking Denmark out. <laughs> they literally are the only nation that could probably just about get away. You don't want to be the villain that knocks Denmark out of the tournament, do you? You don't want to be the pantomime <laughs> villain in this. Because no, you, no. You just, you know, you're just yeah. going to think, oh, God, no, this, you know, like, oh, God, we're, we're in the semi final, which is great, but we're just not, we've just not, like, the child of the group out. This is horrible. It's, you know, <laughs> I think you just about get away with that. I, I, I think I'd rather that than go into the expectancy because I think you're expected to be the Czech Republic if they go through the yes. already. Well, I will leave it there. I won't take you to the final because I don't want to sort of tempt fate too much. And be accused of being like an over-eager England fan. Now, you know, never, never do that. Rich, mate, just give his channel a quick shout out. Oh, yeah. We're going to do um, a review tonight of obviously the, the England game against Germany. It's going to be, I say it's scheduled for 11, but we'll be starting. It depends on extra time and penalties. If there's no extra time and penalties in the the Sweden-Ukraine game will probably start about 10.15. But it's called Rich Sports. Yeah. Um, you can find them on, on Twitter. It's Rich Sports 7 or Rich Sports on YouTube. Um, yeah, we'll be doing... I've got quite a few guests, German supporters, and a few England... Suddenly there's a, a quite a demand of England fans want to come on. I, I don't know why that is. <laughs> people are messaging me. They kind of want to talk to people about it. But, yes. yeah, catch it tonight. It's going to be... I think it's going to be good fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with that one. And yeah, I think uh, I think that you could you could go for the record. I think once we start talking about England winning, <laughs> four o'clock in the morning. If I wake up, I'll check if you're still alive, mate. Yeah, I <laughs> doubt it. But uh, yeah. never know. <laughs> thanks very much. All the best, Rich. Thanks okay. for coming on. Cheers, Chris. Cheers. Cheers thanks a lot. Thanks to Rich there, a nice Wales fan there. Uh, Wales fan there, Warren. Thanks very much for your kind work, mate. Cheers for that. Uh, appreciate the kind words, and of course the Blue Hearts as well. Um, is it coming home, Brad? It's going to be the best chance we've got, mate. It's, if it's, it's got to get to at least a final. It's not coming home. It's at least got to get put on an Amazon delivery. You know what I mean? It's got to be. It's got to be closer to home than it, it's going to get. For who we've got, regardless, mm. regardless of the situation, England aren't going to get a more advantageous way to. I mean, win. I'm saying no disrespect to Sweden, Ukraine, Czech Republic, or Denmark. I mean, when we were in the World Cup, we knew that we could, you know, we, again we had, you know, the easier run to the final, but we did know that sort of, you know, that Croatia were there who weren't a bad side. I mean, you know, we haven't got what I would call the big three apart from England that are still in there, Spain, Italy, Belgium, we know they've, they've got a, you know, at least two of those are going to get knocked out at some point. And like you say, it is, it is the best chance we've got. And do you think looking at the England team, the players that we've got, and when I touched on this earlier, the fact that we've got this great squad, um, probably one of the best squads in the tournament, that, oh. Some of these players are, are sort of going to be unleashed as we get further in. You know, Sancho might, you know, start a game and Grealish might play more than he has been doing. 
I mean, to be honest with you, I, I stand by what I said. Earlier. I think Southgate's been very shrewd, and we've only just got the realization from it from from seeing further evidence today. I think Southgate's been very clever uh, as as using Jack Grealish in the way he's intended. He's he's like um, putting Jack Grealish on was like a surprise return at the Royal Rumble. If you're a wrestling fan or any wrestling yeah. fans would understand that, it's like a surprise return because you 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 were. Ex- you weren't sure, and then he, his music hits, and you know the ball goes up. And you see him there, and the crowd goes nuts for it, and that's what you do with a player like that. He impacts, and yeah. if the idea was to play the way we're doing, he used it perfectly. And yeah, I think there's a chance we'll see Sancho. I think there's certain players that Southgate would say, "Well, he'll take our opponents with mm. the greatest respect." Of course, Sweden, obviously, he won't think, oh, this is a chance for me to rest so-and-so, so-and-so. He will give these players the balance they need to know they they, they can have a, have a moment in this mm-hmm. tournament. You know, that, that if they're patient, keep trying on the training ground field, they'll get minutes. Yeah. And when these players do it, you see the hunger a little bit in their eyes, don't they? They, they, they take yeah. the occasion to storm. Well, the, the 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 Ukraine Sweden game has kicked off, so we'll go and see who we are going to be playing in the quarterfinals. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, just a quick one here. Man of the match was um, Jordan Pickford, uh, as voted for by the BBC followers. Um, with Grealish second, Sterling third. Before you get to the top, German Havertz, mate. It's been a pleasure to have you on because obviously we won. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. it's all it's always a pleasure when we win i need to yeah, go and, exactly. and get rid of this fish and chips that's hanging really really badly in my stomach i will see you on tuesday at seven yeah and yeah, uh, when we are picking our fantasy teams i believe yes yes i believe it's that one is it, is that it? could be interesting talking to fantasy teams it's not fantasy it is england we're through to the quarters thanks very much brad i'll see you then take care always mate take care cheers all the best thanks for coming on so uh yeah england two germany nil can you still believe it are you still pinching yourself It's the Euros. It's the Euros 2020 with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. I'm off. I'll be back on Nippon's channel Monday at 10 o'clock. And we might have a surprise before that as well. Stay tuned. Uh, come on, England. Let's go all the way. It's coming home. home. Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. It is now.
to an end. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.